Oh my gosh, hi. I am Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, it is sometimes the one that bums <laughs> us out the least. But that even can't be relied upon anymore. Now, back in the before times of early 2020, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against one another in a pop culture battle royale. But now, still teaming up with another person who is not in your immediate pod is possibly lethal. It's still more frowned upon than trying to make wife guy into your whole brand. Oh, I was hoping we were going to bring this up. <laughs> no, yes, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't you worry. So for now, it is one comic against another. And to win this battle, each will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks that they think of just one second after it would be good to use it to earn <laughs> the coveted Troubled Waters title Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on Hugh Jackman's return to the role of Wolverine more weight than a civilian's. Oh. My opinion on that is let the man eat a sandwich, for God's sake. He's, <laughs> he's lived. He's done plenty of living. Anyway, you're listening to Troubled Waters. us now meet our players. Our first is a writer and the co-host of the new Max Fun podcast, Comfort Creatures. It's Ella McLeod. Ella, how are you? Hi, I'm really well, thank you. How are you? So good. So good you're coming from London? I am. I am. I am. My uh, Anglophile in... heart is swelling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we've, we've recently lost Kelly on Coronation Street. I'm a little, I'm a little upset about it. Gary was in danger for a moment, but got, thank goodness he's safe. Wow, you're really hot on your uh, British soap culture there. That's impressive. I didn't know any of those words. That is <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I, am. I, was, I started as a as an EastEnders guy, but then mm -hmm. they stopped carrying it here. And then in the age of streaming, it became Coronation Street. I like soap operas where people die a lot. Well, Coronation Street is perfect for you then. It's perfect. They die and they don't come back. That, that is correct. EastEnders, there are quite a few rebirths, weren't there? That was a... Were there? That feels very... Yeah, that felt very EastEnders, like a a death or a fake death that you don't know is a fake death. Mm. And then that person comes back and says something very dramatic, like, you weren't my mother. You know, it's it's, mm, yeah. it's really enjoyable. <laughs> sure, sure. That's all soaps are in the United States. Yeah. It's fake outs <laughs> and evil twins and fighting for control. Oh, I love a good evil and, twin. I love uh, an evil right. twin. So uh, good. I mean, don't you wish you had one? Do you yes. have one? No, I would. I wish I did. I I would love to have an evil twin. Um, did you see the who did the fashion show recently that was all twin based? Did you see that? Which design? Which house was no. it? I think it might have been Gucci, and um, it was Gucci. Yeah, and yeah, and it was incredible. Um, the whoever the head of Gucci is at the moment, his mum was a twin, and so yeah. he did this whole homage to twins. So every model was a twin, and it was unnerving. It was unnerving. I bet it was. It really was. I mean, it, it was it was fashion, but it was unnerving, honestly. Uh -huh, I, I saw uh -huh. a clip of it, and like they would have like one twin in like regular clothes walk into the back, and then immediately walk back out in in the fashion. Oh, that's like, fun. Uh, a la the Prestige. Yeah, <laughs> which was that's uh, fun. Very, it was very surprising, brilliant. but a great commitment to the bit. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, 
I enjoyed it. I like it. that. I like that. I can get down with that. The voice you just heard is our second contestant. He is the co-host of another new Max Fun podcast. Let's learn everything. It's Tom Lum. Hello, Tom. Hello. So excited to be here. So excited to have you. Where are you? I'm coming from New York City. New York City. Whereabouts? Uh, in Brooklyn. Um, more specifically, I, I saw a meme recently that was like a map of Brooklyn and there was a line dividing it. And it was like, everyone south of this line has a podcast and everyone north is a DJ. Uh, uh-huh. So I'm in the podcast half. <laughs> nice. It's just where we like you. Yeah. Tom, thank you for being here. It is fully a tri-coastal show today. Yeah. Uh, we are all over the map. Uh, and now, listener, you have met our players. It is now time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week in the world of popular culture. Uh, players, if you are ready, well, mm-hmm. either way, you will be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or overlooked uh, story, person, events of the last week or two. Ella, we will start with you. Okay. So this is, um, I think it's important because it's been, it's a phenomena that I've been interested in for a long time. And then in the last couple of weeks, there have been some very exciting recent developments. It is a local story. So all UK listeners, this this one's for you. <laughs> Fantastic. So. Files. I'm going to give you a little bit of context. I'm going to take you right back to the year 2004. Please do. Okay. I'm eight years old. And <laughs> it's a, yeah, I'm eight years old. It's um a chilly April morning. And I'm not at uh-huh. school because I have a doctor's appointment. And I'm sat in the dining room waiting for my mom to come and take me to the doctor's. And so I turn specific. around. It's really specific. Uh-huh. It's specific. I'm so invested in this story because of how integral it has been to my life. I turn around. I look out of our garden window and I shit you not, I see a panther sat in my garden. A black panther sat in my garden in South East London, just like chilling. Just chilling. Just chilling in the garden. The panther looks me dead in the eye as if to kind of gaslight me to be like, bitch, no one's going to believe this. (laughs) And then... And then exits, like exit stage left. And obviously like I ran up to my mum and I'm like, mum, there was a panther in our garden. And she actually did believe me because the week before a man had reported his dog being attacked by what he thought was a panther like 10 minutes down the road from us. So thus begins my lifelong obsession with big cat sightings in the UK because they're not native. There aren't big cats in London. It's not like parts of the US where you may spot like a rogue puma. Yeah. And so I've been obsessed with this. And then last week, the beast rears its head again. And there is another spate of big cat sightings in Wales, Chester and Bristol, which is like the west of England, south, southwest of England. Um, Campers are seeing panthers. Um, People are going on dog walks and seeing what they think is a puma. And it has prompted what has very excitingly been dubbed Puma Watch Wales. Uh, which Puma is watch Puma Watch Wales. Puma Watch Wales. Uh, which is, yeah, uh, uh, a branch of a Welsh newspaper who are now like monitoring this developing story of a sighting of a panther or a big cat or a puma or whatever the effort is in West, in West England. So, and I don't know why it's not being talked about. Well, I do know why it's not being talked about more. The Queen just died. But if the oh, Queen really? hadn't just died. <laughs> she did. Well, she coincidence. Did just- coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Mm, makes you think. Where, where was the panther when the Queen was dying? Where was it? So <laughs> it, it has not been a story here. And I don't know why, because I think it's huge that there's just like a random big cat walking around England. And like no one's caught it. 
like you you would think a big cat would be relatively relatively easy to spot and and sedate and cat capture, but no. So that's my story. Um, Holy cow! Puma watch whales. I mean, an important story, Thank grippingly you. told. Big Thank cats will be your buzz in word. Element. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom Lum, what you got? My story is that. The Phantom of the Opera is here until February 18th, and which wow. time it will be leaving Broadway. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, The Phantom has been on Broadway for, I believe it's the longest running show, and it mm -hmm. is finally leaving. Um, I do want to be specific that uh, it is the, the topic is simultaneously that Phantom is leaving. Um, but also the mixed feelings I have internally about Phantom leaving, which is that on the one hand, it's like, wow, an institution. Uh, on the other hand, it, it's not a good show. <laughs> it's not the best. It's not the, it's best. Not the best. It's a good production, but sure. it, it is a story about um, a guy that's mad that a girl doesn't like him. And so he murders people. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was that was a real big storyline in the 80s, wasn't it? And, and kind of, I guess also all throughout human history, but especially yeah. in the 80s for, you know, big mass appeal musicals and movies. I don't know if you've tried to rewatch uh, 16 Candles or Revenge of the yes. Nerds or any Candles. of those 80s movies, but it's like, wow, it was like the big triumph at the end was often uh, legally assault. Um, yeah, the, I think the thing that uh, Phantom has going for him is great singer. You know, that's sure. you can get away with that if you're a really yeah. great singer, I guess. Great singer. Great singer. <laughs> great singer. Looks good in a mask. Yeah. Well, Phantom, <laughs> we will uh, we will pour some out for you in an $18 souvenir cup. Phantom <laughs> is your buzzing word, Tom Lum. It is Amazing. Big Cats versus Phantom. <laughs> Keep those team names and buzzing words at the ready. We will start with a game that we are calling the Blue Man Groove, Avatar. <laughs> the unforgettable. Oh, wow. Amazing. Unforgettable in Perfect. that you sort of remember that it happened, movie yeah. Avatar uh, was re-released in theaters this past weekend mm -hmm. uh, to oh. ramp up anticipation for the first of four sequels that will four. soon- Four. Unbelievable. Wow. That will soon be- Unleashed, uh, whether we like it or not. <laughs> now, Avatar is the biggest money-making movie of all time. It's the top frozen movie of all time with $2.85 billion with a B dollars worldwide. Mm. Won three Oscars for its visuals. There's a whole area of Disney World's Animal Kingdom inspired by it. It's got two rides. Our question for you today is, like, do you remember a single thing about the movie? So I'm going to ask you a series of very oh, no. basic questions about the movie. Great. You just tell me the answer. Uh, that is it. I, okay. That is the whole entire game. These are very basic <laughs> questions. I don't remember uh, a thing about I will. Show. Okay. I watched it. I watched it. I know. It. Well, the thing I, is, here's the thing. Yes, of course, an, uh, a pleasurable experience in a movie theater because mm. it's so like, you know, like the it was so immersive and it was, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then, you know, what are you going to watch it on a plane? Yeah. You know, like you're going to watch it on your so phone? True. No. Yeah. The, the story was like not that like memorable. It's Blue Pocahontas. And, Blue Pocahontas. Blue We're Pocahontas. about to prove to you, perhaps, how uh, unmemorable the story was. Here's the thing. Okay, so I'll ask the question first. If you know the answer off the top of your head, two points. For most of these, okay. you will not know the answer. So I will then give multiple choice <laughs> uh, options for the answer. 
if you guess off the multiple choice, you get a point. Amazing. Okay. Wouldn't it be amazing if one of us was just like a huge avatar head? Avatar <laughs> expert. Completely ruined this. Yeah. We're like, oh, of yeah. course, obviously. Yeah, like Sigourney <laughs> Weaver tattoos all over your back. Just like posters uh, in the background. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Uh, yeah, one of those people who was like sad that they didn't live in the, in whatever, Avatar Town or wherever it took place. Um, okay, uh, question number one. What is the name of the main character of the film played by Sam Worthington? <sighs> oh, no. no. Oh. Whoa. Wait, Ella. no, wait. Ella, Ella. No, 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 no. Phantom. <laughs> yes, Tom. That is, of course, uh, Aang, the last avatar. Nope. Different <laughs> world, I think. Uh, okay. Unless they connect in some way, which maybe they do. Big, mm. big cats. Big yes. Cats. Um, oh, God. Jo, uh, jo, Joe Sully? Jo oh my God, are you close? <gasps> Am You're I? So close. You're so close. <gasps> You're so close. Oh God. Isn't that the guy that landed the plane on the Hudson? That's Sully Sullenberger, sorry. It's Chesney <laughs> Sully Sullenberger. Um, uh, much maligned American hero. Uh, you are, you know what? I'm just, I'm on, in the interest of generosity. That yeah. is really one of the the great themes and motifs of the Avatar universe. I'm going to give it to you, Ella. The answer was Jake Sully, but it, you were close oh, enough. I was uh, so close. Oh my Jake god! So I got two the Sully. To you. Thank you so much. You get the Sully, and that's the important part. Uh, nobody's last name is Sully. Like, go get a yeah, go pass. Look right? through it. Nobody's last name is Sully. Uh, okay, number two. What is the name of the fictional planet where the movie is set? Phantom. Yes, Tom? I believe I do know this one. Is it Pandora? Holy shit. Yes, it is Pandora. Yeah. Very nice. Big avatar head here. Yeah, <laughs> I have a head. Um, one, like one of the, one of the uh, multiple choices that I put in was Panera Bread, and that made me very happy. Um, uh, but it's not. It was Pandora, so two points to you. We have a tie. Number three, what is the name of the alien minerals that are being mined on Pandora? I will tell you. Oh, because this cats. is so fucking stupid. It makes me it is. It is so fucking stupid. Oh, and oh, that's oh, what so stupid. Big cats. Okay, Ella, big cats. Ella, Ella. I think I remember it because it's fucking stupid. Is it like plutonium? No. Damn. Tom. Phantom. It, yeah. It, is it? Uh, is it unobtainium? Un no. Shut up. <laughs> Unobtainium. That's even more stupid than plutonium. It's so a, much I more need, stupid than plutonium. I need to thank my uh, social studies, my history teacher for going on a huge rant on this mid-class when I was oh. in school. And Amazing. That's the primary reason I do remember that. So. Well, sure, <laughs> sure. I, that's, it's, just, it's like... There's so much of this movie that when you talk about it, you can kind of see the pitch meeting and they're like, they're, yeah. uh, they're mining uh, unobtainium. We'll fix it. Uh, uh, it's, uh, the, the, the planet is called Pandora. We'll, we'll, we'll ideate on that. We'll do something better. Anyway, um, okay, number four. I'm just four. surprised he's not called Jake Protagonist. Jake Protags. <laughs> they call him Protags. Uh, number four, what is the name of the blue indigenous species whose culture Jake Sully infiltrates? Ooh, Ella. The Navi. Well, perhaps, perhaps we do know more about Avatar than we thought. <laughs> and I truly remember that only because, like, I I did have like weird sexual feelings for Jake Sully as a Navi, not as a Sam Navi. Worthington, not Sam no. Sam Worth. And I did try because I watched all the interviews and was like, maybe it's Sam Worthington. I fancy no. <laughs> yeah. Jake Sully as Navi, and that is why mm. I remember that he was a Navi because I was like, what? 
Do I have a Navi? Do I have a thing for Navi? Is that what this well, is? Your Irish partner walks through and he's blue. <laughs> um, okay, number five. Number five. What job does Giovanni Ribisi's character have in the movie Avatar? Whoa. Yeah. Uh, he's like chief asshole, isn't he? That's what mm. he is. Well, mm. I don't know. I mean, I truly like Phantom. nothing comes up. Yep. Uh, his job was to come up with better names for things on this yeah, planet. <laughs> yeah, and he dies immediately. No. Ella, you want to take a swing? Um, his job was to erase his legacy as Phoebe Buffet's younger brother. Mm. Mm. I'll give you multiple choice here. We have three choices. A, he's the technician for the mining machines. B, he's the corporate admin for the mining company. Or C, it's a trick question, Giovanni Ribisi was not in this movie at all. Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I truly have no idea. Well, someone take a swing. Fa Phantom. Yeah, Tom. I'm going to go for corporate admin. Absolutely correct. He is the corporate nice. admin okay. for the mining oh, okay. company. I mean, nice. yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Of course, of course, confidently. Uh, okay, no multiple choice for this one. Okay, here's the thing. Name literally any other human character in the movie. Not the actor. And not Jake Sully, because oh, we already know well, about him. You get a point for each that you can get. Uh, human, <laughs> character. Yeah, human character. Any other human character. Literally any human being that was in the movie. Name the character. Name the character. Um, uh, fa fa Phantom? Yep. Is Natiri a character? I think that might be a Navi character. Looking for a okay. human yeah. character. Oh, oh human man, character. really making me. Human character. You can also make some shit up because you might just get lucky. Uh, okay. God knows that's how they came up with every other element of this movie. They just made shit up in a great big hurry. I truly. <laughs> We're not feeling adventurous today, and that's all right. Phantom. Yes? John Humanman. John Humanman. Uh, no. No. Can't accept that, but I I mean, listen, it's one degree off. Ella, take a swing. G G I I'm thinking of the the you know the guy with the G I G I Joman. G.I. Joman. I bet he's in a sequel. Okay, here are some of the names. Uh, Colonel Miles Quaritch, Dr. Grace Augustine, Trudy Shackle. Grace. Um, Parker Selfridge, Dr. Norm Spellman, and Max Patel. Norm no. Spellman. No. Norm no. Spellman. Right. <laughs> like Get he's normal, here. but he's a little quirky because he's a Spellman. Oh, sure, of course, obviously. This I was Norm. really hoping, really hoping one of these I'd be like, oh, of course, not a single one of those yeah, registered no. in my memory. No. Literally, yeah, I can't wow. think of a single one. Um, okay, number seven, what is the name of the sacred tree of the Navi? Mm. And I, I feel like they like link big, arms around it and they big, sway or something. No, because that's too obvious. What? But you know, maybe oh, it's hey. not. Big cats. Oh, hey. <laughs> big cats. Big cats. Home tree. Oh Dang. God! Are you, you're. In, I, Am yeah, I actually you're not in you're the not, right vicinity? <laughs> they did, you're not they, that close. Okay. Not, imagination wise, you're in the exact right neighborhood. But name. Okay. Phantom. Mm -hmm. the, the tree of life. Mm, closer, Life but tree. no, no. Okay, I am now going to give you the multiple choice sets. A, Tree of Dreams. 
B. Tree of Souls. Or C. The Everlasting Tree. Big Cats. Yeah. <sighs> tree of Souls. Tree of Souls is correct! Yeah! Oh my god. It, it's, it's like, think of the most cliche, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. go for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think of the one the, you wouldn't do and then yeah. go for that. <laughs> yeah. You know how, like, in improv, they're like, go with your third thought like the yeah. third choice <laughs> it, it, james cameron university they don't do that they go no. first, one, first one okay uh number eight and finally i think god i hope uh what part did michelle yo play in avatar she was an avatar literally my exact thought is this a trick question uh, phantom phantom mm, tom yeah, I feel like this would be a trick question. I don't know if she's in it because I feel like my family would have been much more hyped for this movie. If she <laughs> okay. Well, guess what? Guess what? Two points to you, Tom. Uh, yeah! She uh, was not in the movie. She, yeah. uh, but she will play a doctor in the second and third films. No, oh, but not no. the fourth. But not the I can fourth, tell I you, guess. Which tells two tickets. My mom and dad definitely gonna see that. Okay. <laughs> Right on. Okay, at the end of that round, my God, that was, you guys are well matched. Uh, Tom's got seven, Ella's got five, as we move on okay. to our second round. This is a round we are calling Real Horror Show or Real Horror? No! We are just getting into <laughs> spooky season. It is October. Mm -hmm. We are easing gently toward, you know, uh, Christmas for weird people, Halloween. So here is a little <laughs> yeah. game to get you in the mood. I'm going to give you the title of a horror film. You buzz in and tell me if it is real or if we made it up. Oh, boy. Uh, if it's real, say real horror show. If it's not, say real horror. No. <laughs> okay, number one. A uh, deathbed, the bed that eats. <laughs> Phantom. Mm. Oh, Tom, by nose. I'm gonna say real horror. No, Unforch, It is a real no horror way. show. It was a 1977 yeah. film about a demonic bed which wakes up every ten years and eats people. Amazing. Did you say 77? Uh, 77. Yes. That's correct. Okay, I feel like we were still figuring out ideas back then. We were <laughs> literally Death still bed. figuring out like how to feed ourselves in that <laughs> uh, how to like do fire and build shelters <laughs> and stuff. And stuff. Okay, uh number two, the Velocipaster. <laughs> <laughs> Big cats. Yep. Real horror show. Well played. That is a oh, 2018 no film about way. a priest who travels to China no, and inherits no. the ability to turn into a velociraptor. Inherits? No. Like from a will? Raptor. No. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, I don't know. I just See, don't know. Christian Duenius wow. has seen this film, and in the chat, he says, it's awful. So take that, <laughs> makers of the Velocipaster. So when uh, you said Velocipaster, what I actually imagined was like giant dinosaur pasta like the food come to oh, life. Yeah. Like that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. um, a kid's meal come to kid, life. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> nope. Uh, number three, Saturday the 14th. What? Big Saturday cats. Saturday the 14th, yes. Oh, oh. Real horror, <laughs> no. Real horror, yes. No well, way. Real, no! He, and, no! Okay, yes. 
real, a real horror parody. It was uh, it was like okay. a horror parody. <laughs> Richard Benjamin and Paula Prentice when they were on their unforgettable hot streak in the early eighties. Uh, number four, Spooky Sperm Two, come again. Shut up. Stop. <laughs> Phantom. Yes. Real horror show? Real horror, no. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. But for a bonus point, for a bonus point, uh, tell me the plot of Spooky Sperm 2. Come again. Right. Big cats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. In the wake of the overturn of Roe versus Wade in America, mm. oh, uh, all of the uh, unfertilized ejaculate from uh, boomer men, uh, uh, boomer men uh, in government specifically, uh, come to life where they were laid to rest and uh, wreak havoc uh, upon uh, DC. Wow, God! It's got all the villains that I would love. It really to does. See. It has all the Killed villains you want. By spooky sperm. <laughs> Killed Point by spooky you. sperm. Yeah. Killed thank by you. spooky sperm. Thanks. Oh my God! Lindsey Graham deserves nothing more <laughs> or less. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number five. Poultry Geist. Night of the Chicken Dead. <sighs> yeah, you heard me. Phantom. Yes, Tom. I'm going to say real horror. No. Real horror show. It's a 2006 <gasps> film. Dang it. Wherein zombie chickens try to kill the staff of a fast food restaurant that, of course, was built on an ancient burial ground. You know how that goes. Perfect. That's it. Uh, number <laughs> six, the Beverly Killbillies. <laughs> Big cats. Yep. Real horror. No. Well done. Real horror. Yes. Hey. We made that up. However, once again, bonus point if you can tell me uh, what happens in the Beverly Killbillies. No, see, that's just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um. <laughs> so in a, in a sense, it is real. Oh, <laughs> kind of is real. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, the cats, the cats. So yes, yes, I, yes. I, I recently learned that in America, you guys have like, hay rides is this right you guys like sit on hay and ride around sure and do. it's right that's, so yeah, that's the, and that is the whole thing yeah. that's the whole thing so <laughs> you're at one of those but actually the the staff that work there are a uh murdery family uh from beverly hills um who were recently disgraced they used to have like money oh. and they yeah but now um I don't know, gambling debts, bailiffs came, the house got taken. Kind of like the start of Shit's Creek, but much darker. Yeah. Uh, and so they set up this like hayride thing, uh, supposedly to earn money uh, in the cold season, but actually it's to wreak havoc upon the town that that saw their fall from wealth and luxury and power. Uh, and they just like murder everybody that comes to this rule. Wow. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was really compelling. And Thank I you so much, Lady on Rice. Yeah. We yeah. we can't release this now, right? We got yeah. we got to pitch this. Yeah, we do. We do. Let's cut that, Christian. Let's let's cut this out. And finally, finally, number eight, booing seven forty seven fright path. Oh boy, <laughs> Phantom. Yes, Tom. 
real horror no? That is correct. At last. Okay. (laughs) But once again, tell me everything that happens in Boeing 747 Fright Path. Including the cast. Oh, boy. Yes. Fan casting. All right. We got... Tom Hanks as the lead protagonist. Great. He's lead protagonist. boarding a. F- he's boarding a. <laughs> yes, of course. Not to be confused with non-lead protagonist. Uh, <laughs> and he's boarding a flight to visit his daughter on Halloween, but little does he know that he is a ghost, and everyone on this plane is a ghost, and the pilot's a ghost, and the plane itself is a ghost. It's one of those everyone's a ghost movies. Everyone is a ghost. Everyone's a ghost. Oh, wow. Okay, and then I didn't, all that happens? I didn't see it coming. Yeah, at the end, they realize, they realize they're all ghosts, and they're like, oh, okay, this is okay. Pretty, pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> okay, cool. cool, one of those horror movies where everyone's <laughs> oh, just like, oh, okay. Wait, you're a, go- you're a ghost, too? I, w- I thought I was the only one who was a ghost. We're all ghosts? <laughs> okay. okay, that's great. Cool, cool, all cool. right. Cool, cool, cool. Listen, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, okay, wow. Get this. At the end of that round, we have a tie. Nine points apiece <gasps> for Ellen Nine. McLeod and Tom Lum. We're going to take a little break. We're going to be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Since the dawn of time, man has dreamed of bringing life back from the dead. From Orpheus and Eurydice to Frankenstein's monster, resurrection has long been merely the stuff of myth, fiction, and fairy tale. Until now. Actually, we still can't bring people back from the dead. That would be crazy, but the Dead Pilot Society podcast has found a way to resurrect great dead comedy pilots from Hollywood's finest writers. Every month, Dead Pilot Society brings you a reading of a comedy pilot that was sold and developed but never produced, performed by the funniest actors from film and television. How does Dead Pilot Society achieve this miracle? The answer can only be found at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. <laughs> I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Ella McLeod and Tom Lum. Let's talk about your brand new Maximum Fun podcast. Ella, mm. Comfort Creatures, what is it? Yeah, Comfort Creatures. So Comfort Creatures was born um, after the passing um, of Can I Pet Your Dog, which was hosted by Renee Culver and Alexis. The great Renee B. Preston, The great Renee, the great Alexis. Um, and I was a massive fan of CIPYD for a really long time and slid into Alexis's DMs during the pandemic and was just like, hey, America looks like a crazy place to be right now. And she was like, it is. And then we became friends. And then when Can I Pay Your Dog ended, she messaged me and was like, hey, like you've got a hilarious relationship with your cat. Um, Do you want to do a podcast? And I like shit the bed. I was like, are you kidding me? I'm obsessed with you and this podcast. Yes, I want to make a podcast with you. So now it's all creatures are welcome. We talk about everything from like our own pets our cats our dogs to local big cat sightings to um the local population of parrots and parakeets that exist both in pasadena and peckham uh who knew um yeah so it really is a all pets welcome kind of show we have people coming on to talk about their their horses their snakes their guinea pigs their hedgehogs uh it's 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 joyful escapism at a time where we all need it Oh, man. Am I ever in? And by the way, uh, I would love to come on at any time and talk about the uh, the feral cat who we have domesticated (gasps) during lockdown. You absolutely uh, have to come on and talk about that. A hundred percent. We have we have taught her how to love. Oh, Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) That's gorgeous. Uh, 
Yeah. All right, Tom, what's your new podcast all about? Let's learn about everything. Yeah. Let's learn everything. Uh, It's a science podcast uh, where we do as much research as like an NPR science show would, uh, but Uh we get to say fuck. Uh, oh, and great. we make each other laugh. Incredible. Uh, but we we think that like the, the best way to learn about something is like when you have a friend that's just like really excitedly explaining it to you. So uh, every episode, one of us brings a science topic, one of us answers a science question, and then one of us just brings like a miscellaneous topic about like literally anything. So like one of my favorite episodes was Caroline was talking about the history of pregnancy tests, which was super fascinating. Uh, I brought the, I calculated the middlest size in the universe. Uh, and then Ella taught us all about more than I could ever want to learn about fan fiction. Um, so it's, it really is a little bit of everything. <laughs> wow. I love it. Perfect. Welcome. That great. Welcome to the Max Fun family. Thanks. You'll Oof. love it here. Uh, you each get a point for those wonderful descriptions of your podcast, but it doesn't really mean anything because you were tied. Uh, you're now 10 apiece. Okay, our next round is called On Wednesdays, We Get Vengeance. Ooh. Netflix recently released the film Do Revenge, which follows in the, the footsteps of films like Heathers, Jawbreakers, Mean Girls, that show conclusively that teenage girls are not to be crossed. In celebration of this darkly delightful trope, we are going to walk the fine line between friend and foe, bestie and beastie. I'm going to play you some brief clips from some songs. You tell me if it's a song about friendship or a song about revenge. Uh, Buzz in using your buzz in words when you think you know and hope that your opponent does not scheme to take you down when you beat them. Because God knows, revenge is a dish best served cold over Zoom. Number one. <laughs> I dug my key hey, cats. Yep. Ella. Yeah, that's revenge. That's revenge. That sure is revenge. I, I <laughs> love that, that song. <laughs> Before He Cheats by the great Carrie Underwood. So good. Uh, mm-hmm. Put, get yourself in front of a uh, an industrial fan, moisturize your legs, and just <laughs> belt it out. Uh, number two. What you think about that? Now you know. Oh, Phantom. Oh, Tom. Uh, this is a song about friends. If you want to get with me, you got to get with my friends. <laughs> got to get with my friends. Uh, something isn't easy. Friendship never ends. Uh, yes. Ah. Spice Girls. Is zig, zig. I really, really, really want to zig, zig. Really? <laughs> I just really do. I really do. Uh, number three. Oh, Phantom. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, Tom. Oh, no. I know this is a Carly Rae Jepsen song. Yes. You know you had a rough time. Making the most of the night. Correct. I'm going to say friendship? It is about friendship. It's a heartwarming Lovely. song about friendship. Making the most of the night. Carly Rae Carly Jepsen. can swing. She can swing both ways. She, she sure can. Definitely can. She sure can. Yeah. She yeah. sure can. Oh, yeah. You, you think you would want to cross her? I wouldn't. No. Uh, okay, number four. I wake up every evening Big cats. Uh, yes, Ella. Smile on my face. And then, and then, revenge. Revenge. Yeah. That was, of course, gives you hell. Like, yeah. Ah, yeah. Jacked. Jacked. Mm-hmm. All American rejects. That was a time, Sorry, wasn't bitch. it? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> number five. Oh, uh, Phantom. Tom. 
This is by Queen. I think the song is called Best Friend. So I think this is friendship. It is called You're My Best Friend and it is yeah. about friendship. That was number impressive. It was pretty feel. impressive. Yeah, it was quick. Uh, number six. She lives in life like it's a big, big house, big house, big house, big house. Sorry. I was waiting for this one to come on. It's Revenge uh-huh. and it uh-huh. is my queen and hero and goddess taylor swift <laughs> Ooh, all right that was yes. indeed better oh, than revenge by taylor excited. swift yeah, yeah. Uh, talk me through your uh, anticipation <laughs> level for midnights indescribable like i can't okay. like i if we talk about it too much i'll pee myself with excitement like right now like i i'm so excited because also like i grew up like taylor like love story came out when i was like 12 so my whole adolescence and early 20s have been Taylor Swift. And she aged as I aged when she was yeah, like I'm... singing about like later teen years. I was coming into my later teen years and like it. Yeah, I just I love her so much and uh, I cannot wait. I, cannot I mean, wait. if you if you have grown up in tandem, can the old Ella come to the phone? She's <laughs> she's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Well, wow. that's a shame. I'm going to miss her. Uh, all right. Number oh. seven. Petro Villela me, lost but happy at sea. Petro what is happening? Uh, Phantom. Yes. Oh, lost but happy at sea. I'm going to say just guess friendship. Oh, unfortunately, you're wrong. It's Revenge. That was Petrov, Yelena, and Me by Flight of the Concords. Oh, See, that's the thing. It's like, guys. it's still, Ooh. you know, they, they, they get tricky and switchy. Uh, if I could okay. have heard the New Zealand accent clearer, I, I, I would have known it was a trick. <laughs> that it was, yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, they don't sing that way. Okay, finally, number eight. What? What? Oh, uh, Phantom. Tom. <laughs> is this a cover of the Friends theme song? Yes, is this it's the cover of a, the Friends theme song, a song about friendship, uh, performed by YouTuber Chase Holfelder. Now, hold on. I gotta know. Do they do like a slow triple clap? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find clap? out. Can, can we get to that part of the song? Let's find out oh, together. Please tell me. Come on. I hope. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke. No. Cowards! No. Cowards! <laughs> like, there's not a sullen way to clap four times. There is. <laughs> Chase Holfelder. Jesus Christ. They're gonna have to make hundreds more horror movies before they get to using oh. that in a trailer for a horror movie. Don't you think that trope that trope drives me nuts? The, I hate the it. playing I hate a song it slow. So much. I hate it all so much. And can I just tell you something? We are uh, we are recording this on September 29th. Uh, it comes out tomorrow, but I I don't know that I'm going to survive the uh, promotional cycle for Smile. I just don't think oh. I'm going to. I think this is going to be the one that fucking breaks me. The billboards, mm. the commercials. Uh, it just looks so stupid and and also <laughs> menacing and also like sort of legitimately scary, but then also like the TV promos are like. It'll ruin smiles for you. And it's like, well, why? Why at this time in human history would you do that? All right. With that correct answer, Tom Lum inches ahead 
oh. with 14. Ella just behind with 13. We're going to put oh, our game faces <laughs> on and come back for the final round of Troubled Waters right after this. Hello, dreamers. This is Evelyn Denton, CEO of the only world-class, fully immersive theme resort, Steeplechase. You know, I've been seeing more and more reports on the blogs that our beloved park simply isn't safe anymore. Mur murdered them? I'm gonna wreck it. They say they got mugged by brigands in the fantasy kingdom of Ephemera, or hijacked by space pirates in Infinitum. I mean, I could have a knife. My papa said that I needed to do a crime. Friends, I'm here to reassure you that it's all part of the show. These criminals were really just overzealous staff trying to make things a little more magical for our guests. We're just as safe as we've always been. This isn't a county fair, dreamers. This is Steeplechase. The Adventure Zone. Every Thursday at MaximumFun.org. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. Everybody's very serious right now. The air is thick with tension. Mm -hmm. uh, Ella McLeod and Tom Lum are our contestants. I am Dave Holmes. We are getting ready for a game. We are calling. On your mark, get set, goat. Now, we normally do not dip into the world of sport because we don't want to get our gorgeous white sneakers dirty. But we thought we would make an exception for Serena Williams and Roger Federer, two real honest contenders for the greatest of all time, both of whom retired from tennis this year. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I say we're kind of dipping our toe into sport because basically we're not gonna do that at all. Uh, we God. thought instead, <laughs> I know, right? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we thought we would honor these goats with a round about the original goats, goats. Turns out <laughs> there are a lot of movies with goats in them. Uh, in this round, I'm gonna read you each a list of six movies after each title. I want you to say goat or no goat, okay? Mm -hmm. So, Ella, okay. you will be up first. I will read you six movie titles. You tell me, goat or no goat. Okay. Okay. And then once we're finished, I'll go through all of them and tell mm -hmm. you whether you're right. Okay. okay. So this is just kind of, a, this is kind of a speed round. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Drag Me to Hell. Goat. Stardust. Goat. Babe, Pig in the City. Goat. Ghostbusters. No goat. The witch. No goat? The witch. Uh, and Jaws. No goat. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's, uh, let's recap them. Drag me to hell. Goat. A goat gets possessed in the seance scene. Stardust. Uh, a witch uses a goat to pull her cart. Babe, pig in the city. No goat. It's a pig. Oh, wow. He's in the city, I guess, you know? He is yeah. in the city. <laughs> yeah. He is in the city. Yeah. Maybe there are goats, but we don't see them. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no well, well done here with Ghostbusters. There is no goat. It is not called Goatbusters. Mm -hmm. uh, the, <laughs> the witch, there is a goat Yeah. Black Phillip. And Jaws, no goat. It's a shark. Okay. Don't be stupid. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. You got three points, bringing your total up to 16. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Let us go through yours, Tom Lum. Okay. <clears throat> the Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies. Uh, no goat. The Men Who Stare at Goats. Goat. <laughs> nope. Uh, goat? I haven't seen that yet. I want Jurassic to. Jurassic Park. Goat. 
Thor Ragnarok. Go. Go. <laughs> Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. No go. <laughs> In The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, there's a lot of armored goats. Uh, really? The men who stare at goats does contain goats who okay. are uncomfortable because, like, stop, stop. Like, stop mm. looking at me. Mm. Uh, there is no goat in Nope. Uh, there is a goat to feed the, di- the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. Yeah. In, Thor, in Thor Ragnarok, there is no goat, but there are two goats in Thor Love and Thunder. So you could say there's an average of one goat per Thor movie, but we're not <laughs> going to do that. Mean. And also, there might be another Thor movie that is not it, that doesn't have another subtitle, whatever. No goat. No point. And in Star Wars episode for A New Hope, no goat. Don't you got me. you okay. got two points. You got two points. That brings you up to sixteen. It's a tie. It's a tie. <gasps> oh it's a tie. God. I didn't even rig it. I did not even rig it to be a tie. This is a natural tie. This is a naturally occurring tie. We are so well matched. You are beautifully matched. <laughs> and such such good additions to the Max Fun family. We are Delighted to have you. Thank you. Uh, it is now time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on, and then to write the karmic balance in the universe, tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about. Ellen McLeod, we'll start with you. Okay, so um, obviously working on comfort creatures with the wonderful Alexis Preston. Um, the so incredible Alexis the, Preston. She's the best. Uh, so you can find us at Max Fun and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, I'm writing things. Um, I Great. My debut novel came out in July. Um, it is available online if you are not UK based. If you are UK based, it's available in all bookshops. It's called Rapunzel or Don't Touch My Hair. Um, and a thing that somebody else made that I am really loving, digging, obsessed with. Actually, uh, my uh, wonderful friend Kat Delacourt, just her book came out uh, last month. It's called With Fire in Their Blood. It's a kind of Romeo and Juliet, Italian mafia fantasy pile of deliciousness, and I'd absolutely recommend everybody read it. It's fantastic. Fabulous. Thank you. Tom Lum. Go listen to Let's Learn Everything everywhere you get podcasts. I think when this comes out, the next few episodes will be our birthday episode and then our spooky Halloween episode, which I'm very excited for. Uh, Otherwise, I'm Tom Lum person everywhere. Um, And my shout out I'm going to give is to something called the Short Box Comic Fair. Uh, it's an online independent cartoonist fair uh, where a bu- they got a bunch of independent uh, comics makers to um, host stuff for their uh, little online comics fair. It's really cool. I know a lot of folks doing it. Uh, go support some independent comics creators. That's great. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm Dave Holmes. Uh, you can hear my podcast, uh, Troubled Waters. Wherever <laughs> you get your podcasts. Uh, as a matter of fact, you might have just done it. Thank you. Uh, and uh, something else that I want the world to know about, and this is, uh, this is not topical at all, but uh, I was just I was with my partner over the weekend, and we got on the subject of Josh Rouse, one of my favorite singer-songwriter people. Um, he came out with his first album in 1998. He was sort of lumped in with like Ryan Adams and the old 97s and all that sort of Americana stuff. He has continued to evolve and grow throughout a 25-year career. He moved to Spain in the middle of it, started over, which is the dream for everybody, especially now, but he was like 15 years ahead of uh, the the curve. Uh, He is somebody who has played every element of his career perfectly, Mm -hmm. uh, and more people should know about him. Josh Rouse, get into him. Amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, it, like, truly, there's many different uh, moments in his career. They're all really interesting. A- anyone could make their, like, 10-song greatest hits, and no two will be alike. 
Love that. Uh, get into him. Anyway, Ella McLeod, Tom Lum, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. It was a pleasure meeting both of you. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening, and we will see you next time on Troubled Waters. Goodbye. You've been listening Woo. to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, <laughs> playing where Ella McLeod, make a noise. Woo! Tom Lum. Woo woo! Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Wee wee! And <laughs> we're right behind you. It's Halloween. <gasps> <gasps> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.